This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's back to school. Grab your backpack full of unnecessary anxiety. Plus, Biz has a screamer. Teresa goes to the beach. And we talk to author, comedian, and actor Michael Ian Black. Woo! Once again, before we get into everything, let me throw an announcement out. You got to go to OneBadMotherPodcast.com to get tickets for our August 26th L.A. show at the Bootleg Theater, guys. Doors open at 1. The show starts at 2. There's a bar. Also, for tickets to our October 14th live show in Brooklyn at the Bell House. Go now. Get your tickets. Bring some friends. Have a little meetup. We can't wait to see you. You can even go by yourself. I would always go by myself. Lots of people go by themselves to this. I I know. Because... Yeah. You're not going to be alone. Right. That's You're right. just going to be there with a bunch of other people like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be our, you'll be our good time. Yeah. Teresa and I will be there with you. Yes. Teresa, you're with me now. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say okay this time because oh. we talked about that yeah. last time. I'll say good. Okay. We went to the beach over the weekend. That's fun. It was amazing, actually. Like, I've been putting it off all summer. You guys know Biz and I live in Southern California. You probably imagine there are we don't beaches. live here that, that we go to the beach all the time. We don't. Mm-mm. I I live probably, I don't know, 15 miles from the beach, something like that, which doesn't sound that far, but with traffic, it takes a really, really long <laughs> like time. 15 miles in L.A. time is like an hour Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes more. Sometimes more. Depending. Yeah. And then, like, once we get there, so, like, I've just been putting it off all summer because basically, like, it's just so much work. Yeah. Like, every time I go with the kids, it's so much work. And, like, Jesse is not a beach person. He is, like, willing to do it. Right. But, like, it's not fun for him. So that's always kind of hard because I feel like I'm, like, asking a favor of him. But then I'm (laughs) doing a ton of work the whole time, too. And then, like, I could go with friends, but then they're bringing their kids, too. So then it's, like, more, like, it's just hard. Um, But we hadn't been in such a long time that, like... At the beginning of the summer, Grace had been asking a lot to go to the beach. And, like, every time she asked, I was like, no, not today, not today, no, 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 no. And then finally I was – she was asking so much that I I felt really bad. And, I, you know, new baby, like, things are hard, whatever. I said, at some point before (laughs) the end of the summer, I will take you to the beach. Right. Because I thought that was buying myself a lot of time. It wasn't, as it turns (laughs) out, because, like, the summer goes by really fast. And, like, we had a lot of stuff going on. So this was the last weekend of the summer because, as we'll talk about today on the show – Grace starts school tomorrow. This right. is the first week of school in L.A. It starts really early. And so anyways, I was putting it off, but like it ended up being totally amazing. We Aww. had such a great day. And I have that. I have like some good beachy splendor that like has nice. stayed with me since being at the beach. You yeah. know, like the the smell and like the sound of the ocean yeah. and just like it, it's almost just like being close to nature in a way. Yes. You know, oh, very close to nature. Um, yeah. So that, that's where I'm at. I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah. The beach is one of those things that is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But whenever we do it, it's always like immediately great when we're there. Right? Like it always yeah. is like, oh, beach. Yeah. yeah. Beach is amazing and awesome. 
Yeah. Good job. That's a Thanks. lot. That's yeah. a lot. Thanks. How are you? I am good. This is actually Katie Bill's first day of school today, August mm-hmm. 14th. Third grade. She's wow. I know, guys. Time marches on. But before we marched into third grade, Katie Bell's birthday was a couple of weeks ago, which meant that we had to have her annual physical. Let's hear it for shots. So we had to go in, and Katie Bell was like, I can't wait to go to the doctor. I'm so excited about going to the doctor. Yeah, don't know. I don't know. She's like, (laughs) I love the doctor. And even if it's a shot, I don't care. So we go, and she's got to get like a polio vaccine, which is great. And like, I had a really great doctor this time who I was like, hey, we love vaccines. But she hadn't had a vaccine in a while because of her age, you know, yeah. she, a period where she's not getting them. And I can't remember if the polio one is one that may give her a mild fever or is going to hurt. Yeah. Right? I just want to know. But yeah. I'm tiling all up my you kid. You like being prepared. And she was like, she was so great. She was like, yeah, actually, this one does X, Y, and Z. And I was yeah. like, thank you yeah. for not assuming Beautiful. that I wanted to boycott vaccines. Yes. So I also bring up the stomach aches. As we all know, Katie Bell has had stomach aches for a long time, since she was four. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, we have linked them up to stress. We take them seriously. We try to, you know, sort of moderate what's happening in her environment to help with that. But at the same time, they're still going on. And sometimes they're in the morning and there's like a pattern and then there's not a pattern. And then uh, when we were in Alabama you know, like how you don't notice things until you're somewhere else outside of your own home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, being in Alabama, we I became, like, really aware how much she uses the bathroom. Oh, like She uh-huh. seems to go, what to other people seems to be, enough that they should say, just so you know, she had to leave the table and go to the bathroom, like, four times during dinner. Uh-huh. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that's important yeah. to this whole thing. That sounds like it could be. So yeah. I tell this to the doctor, and she's like, you know what? Let's just eliminate some stuff. We're going to have some blood work done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And Katie Bell's like, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> I said, blood work. And I take it through what it's going to be like. So first she gets that shot, which was no fun. And then we go down to the blood work, and I am preparing her. Yeah. Like, I've become my own mother, and I am telling her. Is it like a, sorry, is it like a pediatric blood work area, or is it no, just like the, the lab? It's the it's, lab. Yeah. Okay. And there's nothing cute. Okay. Got okay. it. Uh, we have a great lab technician. Okay. Who's very nice. That's good. But we get in there, and she was very good in the sense of she held her arm still. hmm Okay? But then my child mm-hmm. screamed. She screamed. So, uh, she screamed the entire time. She cried and she screamed oh, the whole time. And I am sharing this baby. story because she comes from a long line of screamers and uh-huh, yellers. And sure. my mother said to me as a child, you're going to get your money's worth here. If you want to scream, you scream. We just don't hit the doctor. Okay? Right, yeah. But you let people know that you are not enjoying this. And I told her the same thing. And we got through it. But it was like such a deeply like... She did so good, mm-hmm. and she was, I mean, she really, like, people, like... People co- gathered people, to make sure... like, know that yeah. we were all... Everybody knew yeah. what was happening. She okay. was in the lab. Okay. No one, like... But, right. like, uh, everybody was, like, when she came out, they were, like, good job screaming. Oh. Like, people were really good. And, like, she got through it, and then, like, of course, 10 minutes later, I am, like, vomiting emotions, mm-hmm. you know, in the front seat of the car where no one can see me vomit, like, mm-hmm. the, like, stress of, like, I'm going to murder you for taking blood and helping my child. Right. Um, but anyway, I just was like, I just I put that out there because I'm like, I know maybe somebody just needs to hear it. Yeah. But like, I feel like sometimes we can get wrapped up in we should be quiet during those things. 
I don't know. Getting your blood taken really fucking sucks sometimes for yeah, some does. of us. Yeah. And they clearly were having a hard time finding a vein on her. Oh. It was like a whole thing. And she did a good job. But she is also allowed to yell and scream. Yep. And no one can tell her or, or should tell you any different. That's exactly right. Good so, job. Yeah. I just. It sounds like you guys both handled that really and, really well. Two points for Ellis, who was really good. Was he there? Yeah. Ellis had to be there the whole time. And, you know, Ellis is a clinger. And I said, Ellis, I really have to help your sister right now. I mean, I need you to stand here next to me. Yeah. And he did. That's awesome. He was really great. And then he comes up and he's like, Katie Bell, can I give you a hug? It's okay, Katie Bell. (laughs) That's beautiful. It was very sweet. Wow. It was. Speaking of sweet, let's talk about all the fun stuff about getting ready for back to school. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Back to school. I feel like I am currently in a place where I am the only person losing my mind mm-hmm. when the following question is asked. I'll be out like in the world running into people I haven't seen in a while from school or parents and they'll say, oh man, Whew. I can't believe summer's almost over. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how fast it went. Oh, and they like like they seem genuinely upset, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I am so happy summer is over. Mm-hmm. I am so happy to that school is back. I am looking forward to routine. Mm-hmm. I am ready to walk away from what's happening today. I don't know what's happening today. Anything could happen today. I don't. The looseness of summer is not my personal friend. Yeah, it is not my personal friend. And I give that as an example because what we're going to talk about today is not school itself. Okay, it is not like. Uh, the what happens per se in school. It is not about teachers. Teachers are amazing, and I am so thankful for teachers. I am so amazing that there are schools available for our children to go to. Yeah, everybody's doing their best. Yes, but that does not mean that you will find yourself the day before, the week before, the day of, whatever, as an individual like myself, going, "Huh, why is that like?" stressing me out or why is that seem to be the only thing that I care about right like yeah. I feel like there's lots of this stuff that I'm hoping when we get through this we'll uh, point out that it's probably us so let's get into it are you I'll ask you because a lot of the stuff that I think we're going to talk about stems from seemingly innocent questions right that we might ask each other as parents yeah but but then like stay like a, should I be should, should I, I have should I yeah. have what did I did I not yeah. read a thing so Teresa yeah I am going to set us up for a fail right here Ooh, okay are you are you ready for summer to be over <laughs> <laughs> I I'm really torn about this actually okay. I'm pretty conflicted because on the one hand I'm totally with you I'm ready to have routine again mm. I'm ready to like get back into like things being normal yeah. and like beca- like especially with like the baby and Oscar as well like Grace's schedule kind of affects them and what right. they do and like they all share a room and there's just I'm really looking forward to that routine. Yeah. On the other hand, I really don't like getting a child up that early and getting them ready for school. <laughs> like that is right. really hard for me and like really not fun and I'm not looking forward to that coming right. back into my life. Right. So yeah, and like just 
and the like you know like with camp it's sort of like oh you're you're late okay who cares yeah. and like there's never anything that's like required to bring or like keeping track of stuff is not a thing right so like i'm you'll find out from my fail later <laughs> um i'm not like on top of my game as far as like remembering things and being on top of things right, right now like really a lot of things are slipping through the cracks and so i'm a little bit like oh god i'm going back into like a situation where like yeah i have high hopes and everything but like i'm <laughs> I, I know that like something some things are gonna go wrong. This is you know? okay, this is gonna be so good. This is gonna be so good <laughs> for two reasons. One, because Teresa and I uh, this is a great one for us to be like, oh, let's all remind each other. None of us are coming from the same place. Yeah, what yeah. works in our houses. Yeah. Right. I got AM kids. Right. Right. Like, so I'm like, oh, whatever. I, I need to fill that three hours. We're up starting at 530 in the morning. Grace but, likes to sleep till like eight or nine. Well, right. She can. So like, it's really. Hard. Yeah. This is hard. baggage we all yeah. carry into the school year. Yeah. Right. Like this has nothing to do with school. I know. This has to do with us. Right. Okay. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like to have the mirror turned back towards yourself? <laughs> right. and, and two, we're going to talk to him about this, this real thing about schedules in yeah. a second. Like, that, so I think that's going to be good because that's like a real thing. Uh, okay. But let's start mm-hmm. with uh, one of my favorite things mm-hmm. that I get asked. And, and this could just be that I'm now third grade in mm-hmm. to this. Okay. In the pre-K world, I think the question is something to the effect of, well, where are your child going to kindergarten? Right. Which right. is like loaded yeah. with like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But now that you're, if you're a couple of years into elementary school, uh-huh. the question seems to become if you run into a parent like right mm-hmm. before school and everybody has their assignments already, whatever crazy system your school has about getting who your teacher is. I get this. This is the question. This is like, it's the what do you do for work question. It's the who'd you get? Mm-hmm. Who'd you get this year? And <laughs> this is the one where I will get to respond. The, the responses I get, they're like, who'd you get? And I will say the teacher who Katie Bell got this year. And let's be clear. This is who Katie Bell's teacher is. Not my teacher. No. <laughs> not, she's not teaching me. Right. Who did Katie Bell get? And the response, I'll say, oh, hey, do, did you, do you know yeah, anything familiar? about that teacher? Yeah. And, yeah. and the par- the person will say, They'll, like, have this, like, look of, like, this hesitation. Yeah. Like, what do I say? Yeah, what do I say? Do I need to be nice? Do I need to tell this yeah. person that we didn't have a good experience with yeah. this teacher? Do I tell them we do have a good... It's really yeah. easy to be like, I loved that teacher. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. But the polite response that I get is, that'll probably be a really good fit for Katie Bell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like... Do you mean she's like, this teacher is like very like uh, structured and like, mm-hmm. you know, because if your kid doesn't do good in structure, mm-hmm. that's probably not a good fit for you, yeah. right? Katie Bell luckily thrives in structure. So this year, it has been a great, anybody who looks at me like with a little fear when I say the teacher we've got, yeah. I know that's probably going to be great for Katie Bell. Yeah. But as the parent, I'm like, what does that mean? What yeah. does it mean? While my friend, her teacher is very like loose. It's very freestyle. You know, much more, mm-hmm. less structure. Right. Right? And so all those parents are like, oh, she's the best. Mm-hmm. While my friend's like, oh, my kid needs structure, mm-hmm. I think. But here's the thing is we as parents aren't maybe 100% sure of how great that is going to be. Like, We don't know. We don't That's know. That's the weird thing. Yeah. We it's, can't know. So yeah. I'm letting some weird, yeah. like, side-eye look yeah. from a person who is either dealing with their own baggage or had a unique situation happen. Yeah. <laughs> totally haunt my dreams. Yeah, no, I get that. I feel like 
you know, it's it's one thing if you're in a year where you've heard like, well, this one teacher is like amazing yeah. and this other teacher not so much. Right. But like right now, like for a lot of grades, like we, we're just lucky. We have a great school. Yeah. And like going into first grade, the word was all of these teachers are different and they're all great. Yes. Like no matter what. And so like I kind of. I'm and it was the same for kinder. Like yeah. I didn't request a t- like they say you probably shouldn't anyway. Oh, but you can. Got a whole list. But of like, like, don't even ask. You, they say <laughs> they say not to, but lots of people yeah. do. But I don't because I I. I strongly feel that I don't actually know what's best for my child. Like, I, yeah, but like, that's a hard lesson I mean? to learn. Yeah, but like, that is true. This in, is one in, of those situations yeah. where you can let go yeah. for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because you don't know what the group of kids is going to be right. like. You don't actually know how your child is going to relate with that teacher. You don't know what's to come for your child in the next year, what Correct. changes they're going to go through. Like, I really enjoy surrendering to this one. That's a like, good one to surrender to. And I feel like as parents, once I realized that, not, that like what was happening and I was also mm-hmm. like participating in this, mm-hmm. I would be like, I think the really the right response is, you know, I, 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 you know, I had the one or I, they're all good. Yeah. They're all different. They're all going to be great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to like, stop those questions because it's so natural to be like right. who'd you get yeah. oh what do you know about that person because right. we are interested oh yeah yeah but yeah but I really like your like yeah this is I, I got no way of knowing what's right, right. for my child in yeah. this situation and to go in super nervous about it mm-hmm. is gonna taint it oh totally right oh totally right yeah okay the, well great. great one anxiety item out of the backpack crammed into the locker all right do you have your school supplies yet? <laughs> you know what? I did something really stupid this year. I tried to buy them all at the grocery store. Like, I I, did, I don't know what I was thinking. I had, so I was, it was because I was near a grocery yeah. store and I didn't want, and it was my chance to do it. Right. And it, and I didn't want to like drive all the way across town to Target because I wouldn't have time. Yeah. And I was remembering like the grocery store when I was a kid during back to school, they used to have like a, a big, like a big, th- like, you know how yeah. they do for like when it's Halloween, they right. have like a big Halloween section or yeah. whatever. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, they probably have that. Like, it might yeah. be like not as cheap as Target, but it's probably comparable and it's, they'll have everything. They had almost nothing. Like they had this teeny (laughs) tiny corner. And so then I ended up having to like order some stuff on Amazon. I mean, it was just really stupid, but guys don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't don't go to the grocery store to buy school supplies. (laughs) Ours is a great debate in which list are, is there a list that comes out before school or is there not? Mm. So, like, there is a list that exists on our school website, mm. but that list has never changed yeah. in, like, the last 10 years. Yeah. And uh, I have that's made the, the mistake. <laughs> I know, that's not the list. And, like, I've made the mistake of buying the stuff on the list and then going in and they'll be like, you, like yeah, you need a, a folder. And then you get there, and yeah. it's like, it's a red folder. Yeah. And I'm like, It's well, a plastic folder. It's a, not a, yeah. 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 There's yeah. very specific. Yeah. I have so many, like, unused folders, because yeah. I bought them in advance, but they needed a certain color. Yep. And I'm like, ah! Um, and that's not, let me just be very clear, that is no one's fault yeah. at all. That is just... Who's got fucking time to update that list? Nobody Besides at, a volunteer. Yeah. I might oh, right. take that on this yeah, year. Because, actually, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, or just a note that says, wait till the first day of school. Yeah. So today we have bought nothing. Oh. We are going in first day of school oh, nice. with nothing. And I hope you hear some parents being like, where do you want all our school supplies? <laughs> I was wow. like, God damn it. 
what? Yeah. I was like, uh, hi, uh, Miss So-and-so? Yeah. Uh, should we have gotten? Like, I don't know why. Suddenly I was like, should my child have come more prepared for this, like, four-hour <laughs> half day? Of third grade. Yeah, yeah, half day, fourth, you know, whatever. Yeah. She was like, a list was coming home. I'm like, I knew it. By the way, I have no idea how long the school day is tomorrow. Oh, I ours is half day because Mondays are, oh, you know, yeah, okay, let's, all right, all right, good. So, <laughs> so school supplies, I feel like, is one of the, and, and it's always, I also always find there's something on the list uh-huh. that we never use. Like oh, we yeah. never, I'm like, uh, but I would like to give a shout out to supply lists. Mm-hmm. If you've got an extra 10 bucks or something, find out what the class needs. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like white paper or glue sticks or whatever. Paper towels. Yeah, paper towels, Kleenexes. Yeah. I just now include that in my school supply nice. list. Yeah, little donation. little donation yeah. of supplies. Yeah. So... School supplies, let it go. You're going to be fine. We got two things left on our anxiety list. One is communication. So here's my question about communication. Does it count as bad communication from your school if you don't read anything? (laughs) Pretty sure that one's on you, I guess. Oh, school is back. And here comes all the information. For example, we got a, a handbook. Yeah. That came out, and I'm I'm not gonna derail on my personal issues. Yeah, with the formatting of how that handbook came out and some errors, but I'm gonna focus on the actual communication thing. We got it. I read it. Mm-hmm. I'm a reader, and then every parent I talked to the rest of the summer was like, I didn't get it. And then I was like, really? And then they would like, I was like, it's like a huge attachment. And it's like the handbook for the whole year. There's a lot of stuff. They've made some changes. There's like dress codes changed. Like all this shit's changed. And they're like, I didn't get it. And then like, let me look. And then they, every single one looked in their email and found it. And found it. Found it. Wow. Right? Like, and I was like, okay. Yeah. That's us. And even I, as a good reader and sometimes the writer of such emails, uh-huh. don't read them. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, they'll I come know. and I'll be like, I'll go back and I'll check it tomorrow. And then, like, because I feel like there is an anxiety of, like, like, like one of the things that came out in our email, uh, I mean, it was sent, uh, there was a phone call. There was mm-hmm. uh, several emails. And that was letting you know that there's no longer parking allowed in, like, on this one street at mm-hmm. the school on Mondays. You're not legally allowed to park there anymore. It was full. Right. <laughs> it's totally full. Oh, yeah. So totally full. Right. So you're like, and people yelling, well, hi, I didn't know. Right. So like that seems like a stress that it, it's it's on us, but it's a stress. How are you with yeah. communication? Because I don't know. Like, Yeah, I feel, I yeah, I see what you mean. I think sometimes it just feels like there's so much there's information. There's so much, yeah. That sometimes it's easy to feel like, well, it, if it was something really important, I would find out in another way too. You know, like I can't like if do you know what I mean? Like There'd if be they three really, emails, not yeah, one. Yeah, like if it's if it's I don't know. Do you right? know what I mean? Like no, I know. Like yeah, yeah I get it. And I, then because it's a school community, like there's lots of parents around. Yeah, you also sort of figure it's somebody's Somebody gonna be like I, I like you know the they posted like classroom assignments yeah. on like the end of the day Friday, and I just like. Was about to drive there, but then I was like, I think I'm just going to go on Facebook and see if somebody <laughs> took a picture and, like, posted yeah. it. Because somebody's, somebody's up there. Right. Somebody's up there looking at it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Symbionic communication. It's a little really. bit. Yeah. Well, that, okay, I feel but, like there's other people here. Like, someone will help me. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. That's fair. 
right? That is fair. I am usually the person who is like that the helper, helper, right? right? Um, so I feel like I feel like with communication, you're right. There's either too much, and in some cases, there is too little. And then my favorite that keeps me up at night is when none of the communication matches. Like there's disagreement right. within. Yeah. Two groups yeah, trying to tough. tell you information about yep. the same day. Yep. And you're like, which one am yep. I supposed to read? So uh, that that can prove stressful. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's especially just, when like one of those groups decides we should tell people 15 minutes earlier than it's actually happening well, right. just to get people to be there on time. Yeah. And the other group doesn't decide that. Yeah. And then you have two different times. Two different times. Yeah. To happen. I, I know. I know. So <laughs> school, not a place to expect the most amazing in terms of communication but that's also sorry for interrupting yeah. but that's that's a good example of like why we should not be stressing out exactly hardcore. we should let like, it go you're yeah, in look it's you're we're gonna a, figure this out together you're, you're either a reader okay. or you're not a reader mm -hmm. okay you are either or a skimmer you're a skimmer yeah. or you're a i promise i'll remember this or you are a i have so much going on it's gonna slip mm -hmm. we're gonna fall into all those categories yes. sometimes and sometimes we will rotate Mm -hmm. Through those different categories, maybe the goal should just be not trying to allow ourselves to get angry about it. Sure. Right? Like, I feel yeah. like anger can come out of, like, oh, I yeah. didn't know we were supposed to have right. this. Yeah. As opposed to, eh, maybe I just fucking missed it. Right. Yep. <laughs> There's your field trip money. Yep. Right? <laughs> it's a little bit like you and me, yeah. at, like, all summer, like, yeah. messing stuff up. Oh, like, I never got upset when you messed right. up because I was like, yeah, I'm messing up. Like, I'm sure I'm messing up. You Correct. know, like, and it's kind of like that with the yeah. school stuff, too. It's like, I'm not going to freak out about the supplies. Right. You well, know, yeah. and I'm not going to... Well, like, I'm because, mad that you, you're formatting and some of these links are totally wrong in this yeah, handbook. Yeah. You still gave me a lot of good information totally, in this handbook. Totally. Right? Like, like everybody's trying. Trying their best. Yeah. That is, yes, that yeah. is really a great, this is a great school of <laughs> trying your best yeah. lessons. Yeah. All right. Last thing we're going to talk about, and I think we touched on it at the very beginning, and that is just, uh, I got to get who, what, where, when. There is something oh, yeah. about the stress. And I think this actually falls into a real stress, which uh -huh. is that you it's hard to let this one go away. Mm -hmm. And if you've got kids at multiple schools, especially as like, eh, your first one's in school, that's great. If you have more, suddenly they have to go to a school of some kind. I spend 30 minutes in the morning going back and forth to these two schools with the kids. And right. in the afternoon, it's even longer. Oh, yeah. It's an hour. Yeah, it's in the an hour. For us, yeah. And then in the afternoon, it's yeah, longer than even hour. longer. Yeah. The, all the different drop offs and pickups. Yeah. Plus, if you've got kids that sleep late, this is a real struggle, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not a good time. Yeah. Right. And then there's also just like today for us, it was like everybody had to walk their kids in. So mm -hmm. even if you showed up on time, you may have been parked right. like really far really away. Really far yeah. away. Yeah. Right. Like I heard this one kid being like, are we late? And mom's oh. like, no, we're not. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's not your fault. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you're not. She's right. Yeah. You're going to you're that fine. classroom. Yeah. You're fine. But like that is that's a harder one, I think, to deal with is just getting back into the routine of school as yeah. much as I am looking forward to it. It doesn't mean that's easy. Totally. Like, like you were saying. Totally. And I really, I hate rushing my kids. And I'm yeah. not saying I don't because I totally well, do. Right. But like I hate rushing them. And then I hate how 
even sometimes when my kids actually do a pretty good job, like considering their ages and yeah. what they're capable of, they actually do a pretty good job. But I'm running late. Yeah. And so then I have to like... I'm I kind of get snippy and I'm like rushing them and it's not their fault like it's totally right. kind of more my fault yeah you know yeah but they're kind of like suffering from like I'm trying to be nice about it but like if I'm rushing and I'm irritated because we're gonna be yeah. late like you know what I mean no, it's just I know. not a good feeling there's nothing relaxing about getting out of the house no I'm I just don't think anybody's nailed that yet mm-hmm. I mean I was really great at getting out of the house when I lived alone by myself without children mm-hmm. I was the best man at getting out of the house guys yeah <laughs> it's never been something I've been strong at <laughs> but even Ever. Even then, not yeah. everybody is I know yeah. oh ding 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 school 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 I guess the good news is technically it is not us who is back in school <laughs> that's right a special shout out to those schools yeah. and all those people taking care of our kids during the day. Yeah. And teaching them. <laughs> and teaching them in ways that we don't have in ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! One Bad Mother is supported in part by Third Love. When it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for you. Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and feel great. They're available in sizes AA through G as well as half cup sizes. You can try a Third Love bra for free for 30 days. I love my Third Love bra. It is my official favorite go-to t-shirt bra. So go to thirdlove.com slash badmother now to find your perfect fit and try it for free for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash badmother. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. We had to get here a little early today, um, and so I sort of arranged things so that Jesse would wait for the babysitter, and I got out the door earlier than usual, and I was super hungry, and I had a couple extra minutes, and I figured out that I could order curb service from a restaurant right near our office. What? And I just pulled up. I called as I was driving away from Oscar's preschool and just called ahead and they made me scrambled eggs and bacon. (laughs) And I just pulled up and paid for it and they passed it in my window. And I had a delicious breakfast like a grown-up. Oh my god. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, so end of summer, this weekend, this past weekend, was the big Perseids meteor shower that comes every August, and Ellis, not only did Ellis really want to do, we, you know, we're members of this pool, and we always go first thing in the morning, 
because it's empty and easy. And Ella's has been like, I want to have dinner at the pool. And mm. I'm like, great. And then we had talked about the meteor shower at some point. Mm. And he's like, I want to stay up and see a meteor shower. And I was like, okay, you know what? Big summer blowout. We're going to do it. Okay. We're gonna go to the pool, have dinner, do marshmallows. Hold on, you guys have a little fire pit and stuff. Then we're going to go home, bathe, put on pajamas, and then we're going to hang out outside mm-hmm. all night. Great. Okay. Here's the, the thing. It was very hard work. Yeah. It was not the most fun yeah. for me. Right. But the genius is just that we did it. This yeah. is not something I would normally have done. I would have been like, yeah. nope, everybody's going yeah. to bed. Yeah. You know, like we don't, we're not a stay up later no. house. Yeah. Ellis was so excited. Aww. His voice is totally raspy right now because he was just like, I am outside. <laughs> and he didn't see like a shooting star because he never laid down once to even look. He was just Aww. like, I have to run around everywhere like all night. And we got them both to bed without any problem. Like, overall, it was a success. Good job. Thank you. I have a genius for you. I recently turned our kids' cribs into toddler beds. And it didn't work out. So I turned them back into cribs. Isn't that genius? I went backwards. You're all doing a great job. Bye. Uh, hold on. This is so good. Yes, it is. Has anybody ever done that before? I don't know. That's amazing. Right? Yes. It's so good. Oh. I know. Oh, wow. It's so good. It's like an onion that you're just peeling off the different layers of how good this is. This is so good. On a shallow top layer, this is just about, yeah, fucking put the crib back together. Yeah. But the deeper layer is like, they weren't ready. And yeah. I didn't get mad at myself. Yeah. I or like worry that it worry. would be confusing or like I just fucking wrong. Or, yeah. And it's the right thing to do for it your family. It was so yeah. good. It's so good. It was so good. Oh, I love it so much. May your children live in cribs until they're in college. Yeah. So good. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So on beach day, um, as we were hanging out down by the water, I'm like, okay, I got to pull out my phone and take some pictures of this adorableness right now. Couldn't find my phone. We had like many bags and I had the Ergo and I had like lots of it. And I was like, I know I have it, but I can't, (laughs) I can't find it. Right. Um, So then I just like uh, placated myself by going like, well, it must just be in the car. That's fine. It's probably just in the car. But the car was like really far away at that point. So I was like, whatever, not going to go back for the phone. I'm just going to, don't remember leaving it in the car, but I'm just going to assume it was in the car. So we get back to the car. I'm like nursing the baby. And this is like five hours later that we're back in the car. I'm nursing the baby before we leave we have like the ac running and then i say to jesse like i don't see my phone will you call my phone and he calls it and the bluetooth comes on so that means it must the phone must be in the car somewhere right so i keep looking for the phone don't find the phone finally like baby done nursing put the baby in the car seat we're about to drive away i'm like this is just so weird oh well i guess i'll like unpack it later i start to get in the car and i i see it guys it's not only on the roof of my car, but it's on like dangling on the crossbars on the roof of my car. Oh my like gosh. it's just not even. I mean, it's just ready it's to just fall off. Totally ready to fall off, and also just so visible yeah. from any for anybody in the parking yeah. lot who wants a phone. <laughs> and, then, and and also really hot because yeah. it had been sitting there for oh, five yeah. hours in the middle of the heat. 
that's one of those things where had you driven off yeah. and not known, yeah. you would just never know where your I phone ever was. I would just never was. know what happened. I, yeah. I, I, I do have, I'm going to derail with a similar yeah, yeah, story. Yeah. I come back from Portland. I drive here that Monday to work in my car. Tuesday, I take the kids to the pool in my car. Mm-hmm. We come out from the pool Tuesday. It's 100,000 degrees. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting stuff in the car. And I'm like, what's that on the roof of my car? And it's Stefan's good camera. Not Whoa. only had that camera Whoa. been on my roof driving to the pool, it had Whoa. made it all the way from Pasadena into Los Angeles. Whoa. And it just like had been stuck in yeah. between. Yeah, and I yeah, just picked yeah. it up. I yeah. just picked it up. It, it wasn't was like it was wedged. Yeah. It just had made it on the freeway. <laughs> and but like and it works. But oh that is God. again, I was like, yeah. if we had not seen this, yeah. we just would never know where your camera went. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like that is a real big thing to take in in my you would never know <laughs> where it was. All right. This is a fail that goes against everything we just talked about at the beginning of uh, during the show. <laughs> <laughs> So, a new dress code, or a stricter dress code, Mm -hmm. has been set up in our school. I am not a fan of dress codes, everybody. Just going to put that out there. Just me personally. Sure. In the past, it has been solid color t-shirt or school Mm t-shirt, and and obviously some sort of pants or skirt or Mm -hmm. whatever. But those have never been, like, dictated. They could be striped. They could be whatever. I didn't see... That that now they wanted the bottoms to also be solid until I don't know ten o'clock last night, and I had read everything several times. So like no patterns, no, no... patterns, no stripes, no nothing. Huh. Yeah, I'm not like super pumped about this. Maybe something I bring up with coffee with the principal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I like go to help Katie Bell pick out her outfit before I knew about the bottom half, mm-hmm. and first I realized. It's the end of summer. We have one solid color T-shirt. Yeah, we have sure. one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and I had ordered some stuff online uh, a couple like a week ago, being like, oh, okay, we'll get some solid color stuff. That'll be great because remarkably hard to find. And then I realized we have no pants. She has not a single pair of solid color pants. And I, oh <laughs> I just was like, so then I let that like stew me all night long. I'm right. like on the ACLU board. I'm like, do I have to follow a dress code at public school? And then I'm like, I'm like, do I have to now go buy a whole new fucking wardrobe of boring clothes for my child who like expresses herself through her clothes? I'm not sure what the answer is, guys. Wow. Stay tuned okay. for for more things from Coffee with the Principal. <laughs> Uh, this week. Anyway, yeah, I just was like, oh my God, how do we not have anything remotely suitable? It would be hard for us too. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, this is a fail, a real big literal self-care fail. I got to work yesterday and I've been feeling okay. And then, so yeah, I got to work, checked my emails and there were a few sort of uh, things I sort of needed to deal with urgently. And I suddenly started panicking and I felt awful. I thought I was going to have a panic attack and I had to go and sit in another room and try really hard not to cry and calm myself down and do some deep breathing. And I thought, what what the hell is going on? Why do I suddenly feel like this? I, this is This has totally just come out of the blue. And then I realized, hang on, I haven't taken my anti-anxiety medication for about five days. That would that would probably do it because I'd, I'm due to collect a new prescription from the doctors and I've just been putting it off and thinking, oh, I'll be fine another day. I'll get it tomorrow or I'll do this thing that's more important first. And it turns out I can't go five days without it. So, yeah, 
that just felt like a real literal self-care fail. Anyway, I've got it now, and I've started taking it again, obviously, and I'm all set up for a good day. So thank you. Bye. This is yeah. real. Yeah, like, I can see this happening. This is too. very, this is like me a long time ago, birth control pills. You uh, know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just. I'll just take two one day. And yeah, I'll two take two day, one day. It doesn't up. matter. <laughs> right, yeah. That's how science works. Um, but this I could see happening like all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, like even even when you're sick and it's just like a regular antibiotic prescription that's the kind of thing where if that pharmacy is not in that same building mm-hmm. you probably that's really hard to go and like make the time to go get i can remember yeah, like being so frustrated hauling like the kids back and forth to go pick up a prescription and like the way like it's real i think that is an easy thing to let slip and it is a fail because mm-hmm. you need that yeah you need that to be well and be happy and safe and good and all those things um so uh good job getting it yeah very good job getting it uh and and it's kind of a fail so kind of bad job not taking really good care of yourself like you fucking deserve but fails are how we learn that's right (laughs) we are learning do not feel anxious about this fail (laughs) you're doing a good job you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. I love to cook, but it turns out trying to do anything more than dump a jar of sauce in a pan is all my brain could handle with a three and an eight-year-old, you know, needing stuff. Blue Apron sends me everything I need, fun recipes to try, and easy prep work that I actually have gotten the kids involved in. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badmother. That's blueapron.com slash badmother. Teresa. Yes. Let's call a parent. Great. This week we are calling Michael Ian Black, who is a comedian, actor, writer, director, basically has had every job you can have in the entertainment industry. He is probably best known as McKinley from Wet Hot American Summer and the latest reboot, Wet Hot American Summer, First Day of Camp. He has been in many other shows, such as Ed from the early aughts or more recently the Jim Gaffigan show. And what people might not know is that in addition to his comedy and acting career, uh, Michael is an esteemed children's book author. He has written six of them, and uh, the most recent of which came out last year and is called A Child's First Book of Trump. (laughs) Welcome, Michael. Thank you. Well, thank you. We are very excited to have you on. Before we get into uh, everything that's happening, let's start with who lives in your house? Uh, My wife and my two kids and uh, a dog (laughs) and a cat and a a temp dog. (laughs) A temp dog? Yeah, we have a temp dog. Oh, a temp dog, dog, a temp dog. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dog will always be a dog. It's right. not temporary in that sense, but mm-hmm. it's temporarily with us. Well, uh, this obviously the next question is, which do you love more? 
uh, <laughs> between between whom? All of those Just things? all of the things living in your house. <laughs> mm, right now I have a fondness for the temp dog. Yeah, there's something about it being temp. The, yeah. the lack of permanence. How old are your kids? 16 and 14. You've got teens, sweet, sweet teens, which could derail me in this entire show. Teresa and I both have uh, young kids. i got a third grader and uh, somewhere around the three-year-old. Somewhere somewhere around around three. I'll count until I get in school. um, Three forever. Uh, And Teresa's kids, she just, Grace just turned seven. Six. Six. And then Oscar's three and a half, and then we have a baby. So we like to imagine what the sweet, sweet teen years will be. And I'm pretty sure they're totally easy. <laughs> it's been easier than I thought it would be. Oh, that's good. Actually, that, that is a question that I have. Sometimes we ask our guests, what did you think being a parent was going to be like versus like what you got? Or, what, or did you just nail it? Was it exactly what you thought? Uh, and that includes these teen years. Well, I didn't necessarily have any expectations of what parenting would be like as a whole. Um, I can tell you that when they were little, it was shittier than I thought it would be, I guess. <laughs> it's really terrible. Yeah. Um, but now it's much easier because they don't want to hang out. So I don't have to see them very much. <laughs> what, what was shittiest about the early years? Uh, the colic. They both had colic. Oh. So there was, they were crying all the time. And then just the amount of um, actual parenting I had to do, yeah. which I didn't care for. Yeah, that's, that's turned out to, uh, to be harder than any of us expected. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, and no one cares. <laughs> no, nor should they. Well, true, true. Though one of these days we'll all wander into that very specific cocktail party where people are super interested. Uh, I think this. I think this conversation right now is that cocktail. It is. It is. I agree. I agree. Uh, Sadly, this early in the day, we're too tired to even have that amazing cocktail. (laughs) Morning cocktails. Um, All right. Let's get started with talking about the recent thing that's happening with you, which is the new Wet Hot American Summer Ten Years Later series on Netflix. Hooray! Yeah, we are all very excited about that. Where in this in in the in the new one, you and your partner, who you married in the original movie, are back with a baby. And if you have not seen the very first episode yet, everyone, uh, you are missing Michael embodying what I consider the essential. I should not ever put my baby down again, and it's no big deal that I am about to start embracing my I love coming second persona in the most endearing of ways. Uh, and my my favorite examples where you are holding your daughter, and your husband comes up and says. Here, let me hold her. And then he just immediately passes her off to the nanny. And now my husband and I were like on the floor with that scene. Uh, it was pretty much nailed it. And so my question is, who are you uh, getting the inspiration for for this? Was this more you or was this more your wife in real life or, or some combination of or, or none of? In terms of being very protective? Yeah, being who, who you are in this, being this McKinley. Oh, I'm... Uh... Compared to, I was much less protective probably than my wife, because <laughs> I, I, I happily would, I would have handed the babies off to any stranger at any time, <laughs> even if I knew they were going to take the babies forever. I was like, great. You're going to be disappointed when you take this baby forever. <laughs> it's not what you thought. <laughs> it's a lot of work. All right, books. Again, the children's books. 
It, why do we Why do we think that is that not as many people know? Because you've got a lot of children's books, and we're big fans of uh, Naked in particular, uh, which is a reality in our house uh, right. all the time. And being Southern and Catholic raised uh, makes me deeply uncomfortable. But my Swedish husband's like, yeah, let's be everybody be naked. Um, but uh, you've also written, you know, I'm going to, I guess, call adult books, but that sounds weird. <laughs> Right, it sounds like erotica. It does. It sounds like erotica. But let's talk about the children's books. Uh, do you prefer? Do you like writing those more than things geared towards adults? And um, well, it's easier. D- is it? Do you find that easier? Oh yeah, it's so much easier. I mean, a whole children's book is maybe what fifty words, a hundred words. <laughs> but did, doesn't that put like more pressure on those no. words? Or can you just like no. shit on a page and put a Absolutely cute picture not. on it and send no. it out? Not no, not even a little bit. What is? <laughs> Just not even, like, remotely. No, no, nowhere in the same ballpark. Wow, wow. So, like, your editor at the Children's is like, great, another one. Go ahead. While, like, you're... Yeah, pretty much. And what's nice is I can write one and then, you know, give it to my editor and have him be like, hmm, no, I don't think so. And me be like, all right, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it only took me 90 minutes to write. Yeah. I like that a lot. (laughs) Oh, uh... Well, what about, okay, we've got the new one out, A, a Child's uh, First Book of Trump. And I, I guess, you know, I was kind of taking a look at it online, and I guess my question is, is this really for kids or adults? And how young is too young to start learning about Trump? Well, <laughs> it was never really intended for children. I mean, it was always <laughs> intended for adults. Consequently, However, it took much longer to write than a normal children's book. Right. Uh, but surprisingly... <laughs> I have found that a lot of parents are reading it to their children because it reads, I mean, it's meant to read like a, a children's yeah, book, and it no. does read like, like a children's book, and it looks like a children's book, um, but the Trump in it is sort of this uh, Seussian uh, monster, and it reads very well, just like if you don't know, if the kid doesn't, and why should they know who uh, the actual monster is, right. they just hear about this sort of goofy Trump in the book, and I think it, it's funny for them and, and works well just as a children's book. <laughs> it's like, this is, this is how we're going to start. Poor, poor Katie Bell, my poor eight-year-old, uh, gets a less fun <laughs> version. Mm-hmm. From you. From me. Yeah. She's like, oh, is it time for another lecture, Mama? I <laughs> yes, think I, I think Buckle I up. held off on even saying his name yeah. for as long as I possibly could. You couldn't bring it but into the now, house. But now that my six-year-old is, she'll say Trump, just hearing it come out of her mouth makes me sick but like now that she says it now now that this is something that i need because we might yeah. as well might as well embrace it yeah with a jaunty oh she'll like it yeah, yeah. no yeah it's very it is very susian uh, yeah. which is pretty perfect yeah actually yeah i mean that was the idea it was it was, it, it was meant to be satirical and and as a result i wrote it in a susian manner which is not my normal style by any means um but because it was meant to be parody, it just seemed like the right the right way to do it. Well, maybe this is a, a start of a new whole a whole new political series of children's uh, books. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I I actually wrote one the day after, well, the weekend after he was elected. I was writing a new one, and I sent it to my editor, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just it's just not funny anymore." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. It really is. Right? It's just not funny." Uh. Yeah, because you wrote this one before. I wrote it before he yeah. even got the nomination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which is crazy, crazy foreshadowing. Well, I kind of knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I know. Mm. So it wasn't, I wasn't being particularly prescient. (laughs) 
Well, let's talk a little bit uh, sort of about political involvement. Maybe you can give us some sort of sage advice. Uh, you are pretty politically active on Twitter and not like in a pop in and out way. I mean, you are, you are there uh, involved and, and funny and insightful. Uh, and I guess, I guess the best thing I can sort of compare this to for myself is, you know, I, I do our school carnival uh, at the elementary school, and like Twitter's per, Twitter comparing Twitter to a school carnival is actually pretty good. Pretty spot on. And if I run in, like, there's always like a parent who's got like a, a differing opinion on what should take place at this fucking school carnival that's just supposed to be fun. <laughs> right. And uh, and I'm always surprised that like no matter like how like well I get through it, I take it home. You know, like I sometimes take it home. It takes me a little while to work it out in my system and get going uh, back to being a sane person again. And uh, Twitter doesn't do that. For, like Twitter, it's really hard for me to get on Twitter. Uh, it, I find myself it's it really hard to separate or, 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 or not take some of the stuff that happens on Twitter home. So I'm wondering, as somebody who is so involved, how do you... Are you able to separate that when you walk in the, you know, or when you put your phone down and, and look at your kids? You've got older kids. Is it not as, like, hard to put up with the responses that are out there and the just the garbage that's out there uh, as a parent? Uh, as a parent, uh, it's not hard at all. I don't, I don't, it, it, it took me, I would say, a little while once I started getting more politically engaged online, it took me a while to just sort of develop um, a thicker skin about it. Yeah. And uh, particularly when all the anti-Semitic stuff was first happening, which I hadn't expected nor ever experienced before. And it wasn't wasn't so much that I felt personally hurt by it, because I didn't, but I felt just kind of surprised and shocked that it was happening, um, that it was so explicit and blatant and, and not, not because it was happening to me, but because it was happening to so many people. Um, that was really surprising to me. Uh, but I've never, I don't think I've ever really had a hard time. I, I don't think it's infected my, my, domestic life in any way yeah you're not like coming home and being like i'm never letting anybody out of the house or like how no, are we no, all no. gonna survive and develop as a society uh <laughs> no i that, i didn't i didn't add that but nor do i think we're going to survive or develop as a society <laughs> well go oh, good so maybe it's just the grim acceptance <laughs> more or less <laughs> Will help us, help us get through it. Do you are are your uh, teens uh, politically active at this point? I mean, do you guys have these discussions, and or is this something that's unique, like sort of like, okay, eh, this is what I like to do. I don't expect it from my kids. And oh no, we talk to. about it all the time. But yeah. but um, I I don't think any kid can help but be affected by their parents' politics. I, agree. I think. One way or another. I mean, you're either going to ex- you're going to develop some opinion about it. You're either going to accept it, or you might reject your parents' politics altogether. Um, and I felt like in the when my kids first started becoming kind of aware of what was going on, that I didn't want to. I wanted to avoid biasing them mm. as much as I could, um, and so they might. My son, I guess, is probably more. Uh, 
attentive to it than my daughter, but he might say something, uh, a kind of blanket statement about a certain political party, and I would challenge him on it, even if I agreed with him, hmm. um, because I, I just didn't want to bias him, I, and I wanted him to sort of develop his own opinions uh, to the extent that he was able to. I mean, it's, I just think it's hard when you grow up. I think it's hard for any kid to, yeah. to grow up in a, in a, with independent thought. You just can't. You're going to, you're going to, you're, everybody's born into biases. Um, but I'm hoping that, that just in asking the questions, uh, they're inspired to do a little bit more work on their own about what they believe and why they believe it. Oh, if we can all just cross our fingers on that, right? <laughs> that well, be... yeah, except that now my son's a white supremacist. Ah, uh, well, too late. Yeah. <laughs> too, too late. Oh, well, you still have your daughter. You I, know. Should, I, feel, I feel really bad now that I didn't uh, give him more of my biases. You should, you, should work, you should just walk away from him at this point and totally wash your hands of it and then be super surprised later. Uh, <laughs> all right, Michael, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to uh, – everybody needs to make sure they're – if you are not already – uh, gone and totally binged uh, Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later on Netflix, uh, you should do that. Just put the kids somewhere else. So they'll, good. They'll survive. They uh, might actually just be in the same room with it and not just realize not... that it's a show for grown-ups, <laughs> and it might be totally fine. Yeah, that's like 90% of like television watching, yeah. right? Like, uh, they'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I mean, there's just a few words. Just, just a, a few words, but they won't know what those words you... mean. But they're going to learn them anyway, so might as well learn them That's right. now. Sure. I had Showtime when I was eight years old. <laughs> I watched Nine to Five a number of times. <laughs> it's all good. Everything is clear for me. Uh, and also, we're going to link everybody up to all of his children's books. Thank you uh, so much for joining us. My pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventures? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon and say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroys. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> Hey, Max Fun fans, it's me, Jesse, the owner of Maximum Fun. I've got a question for you. Will you help us make our shows better? We wanted to find a way to find out what the Max Fun community thinks about our shows. So we started something called the Max Fun Listener Panel. Basically, you subscribe to a podcast feed, and twice a month or so, roughly speaking, we'll send you an episode of a show and instructions on how to fill out a quick survey about what you think about that show. Ten questions. Nothing too crazy. 
you'll be hearing existing shows that we're thinking about making changes to, secret pilots of shows that we're developing that you'll only hear this way, uh, shows we're considering adding to the network, and what you think about them really matters to us. So to join the panel, it's easy. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. That's MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. Thanks for helping make Max Fun better. That was so fun. So fun. And really, actually, uh, nice because we, you know, obviously, uh, I think I've made it very clear on the show that I have difficult conversations with my kids about uh, the goings on in the world. And mm-hmm. I, I really kind of do think what he said was important about, uh, yeah, we all have our biases, but making sure that we teach our kids to be questioners, to ask questions yeah. and to be critical thinkers is really important. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that was great. You know what else is great and can get us thinking critically? (laughs) (laughs) Is listening to a mom have a breakdown. This is a rant. So why is it that I can get up in the morning and skip my workout so that I can, you know, get everything together and be ready for my freaking kids to be up and still be late to work because people spill milk all over, people mess up their lunches, people forget their motherfucking shoes at home, (laughs) and you have to run around trying to find shoes and thank God there were some water shoes at daycare. (sighs) I just want to be able to get up and get out of my house in the morning without it being a fucking disaster. Thanks, guys. Bye. This is a good one for this week. I really thought so, yeah. right? Like, this is, it is impossible to get out of your house. It's so hard. It is. I can't believe we do it every day. It's remarkable. It's really It's sort of amazing, like the cooking guys. the dinner every day. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I'm giving do food that every, every day. day. Like, it should be enough. Yeah. That should be enough. <laughs> For the whole day. Like, that's, that should be, what are you going to do today? Oh, I'm going to get my kids out of the house. I'm gonna and get then myself. Up. I'm going to get up yeah. and get everyone ready, and we're going to go. Go go out to wherever and we're supposed enough, to And that's enough, period. Everything else can fall the fuck apart today. Yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't need to be, like, winning at anything else. But this is the one chore I yes. have, like, the challenge of the day. Yeah. When we have somebody, we're going to have some people on talking about homeschooling uh, this year. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty excited about it. But that is going to be, like, what's your morning? Yeah, I'm curious I'm, about I'm that. assuming there's yeah. got to be the similar thing, getting kids just ready to, like, shift yeah. into learning. Right. Right? right. Uh, I feel like almost it would be almost worse because they'd be like, screw that. Right. I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... That frustration of, like last night I was trying to get some work done after Mm -hmm. the kids. I put the kids down. Good night. I love you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. The whole thing. And I go sit down and I start working. Mama! Right. I need a battery for this thing that's in our room that lights things up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can we do it tomorrow? Yeah. No! Are you crazy, Mom? Yeah, but the battery. Okay. Back down. Sitting down. Working. Here I go. Mama! I need a battery. For this other thing. It's like, are you for fucking real? I don't yeah. say that. I say, okay, I love you. Yeah. And then I come out and I march around the house going, why can't I ever get any work done? Why don't you ever work, Elizabeth? I don't know. I'm always constantly getting, I have battery getter on my tombstone. I can never like complete a task because five tasks pop up. And Stephen goes, who's talking to you in this scenario? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like yeah. my inner voice, yeah. angry Biz, <laughs> is who's talking to me. Yeah. Biz who wants to walk out of the house 
without milk on me, with everybody having their stuff. Mm-hmm. It is. there, And you talked about it at the beginning, that anxiety of, like, even if everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. but you are then running late, yeah. that anxiety just yep. vomits out yeah. all over the place. Yep. I... Yeah, I I just like I feel like there should be a bell that you ring when you come out of the house if you've successfully yeah. done it without a problem. Like, or like, and like hit a button. Yeah, like, and like I hit I did it. Confetti like, yeah. falls down yeah. and like balloons and somebody yeah. hands you a giant check. Yeah, well, and a big piece of cake. <laughs> big piece of morning cake. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would be like I, of all the things that no one gives a shit about about what you do yeah. as a parent. Yeah. I do feel like there should be a special set of high five and reward system set up for getting out of the house. Yes. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. Listen, you're doing a really good job. Yeah, you are. And you are not alone. No. And that your morning routine is a shit show. Yeah, we're all doing that pretty much at the same time. That is why, don't be surprised when you're dropping kids off if other parents aren't like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) But everybody just looks crazy. Yep. Yeah. Because they just did what you had to do. And you're doing remarkable. Teresa, what did we learn today? We've learned a few things. And that is, uh, school's going to happen every year. Mm-hmm. And we have to send our children off to it. And that is a good thing. And there's a lot of opportunity for them to have amazing experiences on their own without us. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. And like supplies and like... Who had who last year and who, you know, did you walk in the door right on? All of that really is secondary to the fact that uh, your kids are getting a chance to go and be independent on their own and learn skills that are really remarkable that that they're just not going to get if they were with us all the time. Right. Okay. And possibly that is maybe at the root of all the anxiety is we want everything to go really great for our kids. Mm-hmm. And the only way we could guarantee that to happen is if we control everything that happens in their lives, like the right fucking school supplies. <laughs> right. Like, eh. That's actually not what's going to do it. Right. That's Uh, so true. It really really is. And so uh, this is their experience, and our job is to step back and support them when they need support, maybe. Maybe that's it. And to act when we are given instruction to act (laughs) from our school. Mm -hmm. Maybe to read an email once a month that comes home from the PTA, room parent, or the school. That's Either good. answer the phone or read the email. email. Yeah, one yeah. Of one of the two. Yeah. Or if you're going to be a somebody will tell me, ask. True. Ah, you got to also miss? ask. Yeah, what's you happening? You can't just yeah. stand there. Right. Like, like, and just like <laughs> wait for information to come to you. You, you got to choose one of three ways to yeah. be active. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and it's all going to work out. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. We also learned that Michael Ian Black is a delight. Yeah, we already knew that. We already knew that. Uh, Barely a (laughs) takeaway. And finally, we learned that getting out of the house is a fucking shit show. (laughs) Should just be the name of the next show we do. Getting out of the house is a shit show. We'd actually like to just now take a little moment. Again, this is a timeless show. You can come in on these shows anytime in your life. And, uh, and that's what we want, these to be sort of timeless. But as is the case, sometimes there are things that happen in our world that are timely, that uh, we feel just need to be addressed when they happen so that our voices are added to the mix of things that are said. And so 
while, you know, we hope our views on civil rights comes through in our shows each week, there are times when we think it's really important for us to repeat ourselves clearly. Teresa and I find the repulsive, hate-filled actions of racists who may call themselves anything they fucking like, but a turd is still a turd, even when wearing a tux and carrying a degree, we find their actions deplorable. It goes without saying that parenting is incredibly hard, and it's hard putting the little things into perspective so the big things like respect and kindness don't get lost. It's hard not turning away or letting behaviors that seem like nothing now pass when our guts tell us it's not okay. And it's hard trying to explain the awful things that people do so that our kids can recognize it when they see it. But what is not hard is telling our kids that they are loved every single day and that all people are equal and deserve our respect and to be good listeners. And if you feel helpless when bad things happen, you can start with just that and by being an example of kindness. So we just want to put that out there, guys. It, it, that's You can start really small in your own house, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and you're all doing a really remarkable job uh, at all of this. Okay? Teresa, you are doing a remarkable job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, daddy. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.